Welcome to the Family Ties Podcast. We are glad you are joining us, uh, but we want to let you know this is part two of a conversation that John and I started on our last episode, where we're talking about uh, how to talk with our kids about money. So if you are just joining us, you're going to want to pause right here and go back to our last last episode, uh, because we're going to jump right back in. And so it'll be kind of in the middle of that conversation. So, uh, but if you did listen to that first episode, uh, here we go. everything becomes like things that you're stewarding over God yeah like by from God you know that God has given to you um, and you know that makes it easier to create a balance where you know you're not working you know just you know you're not living just to work right you know you're it's your life I need, I need more work. and more and more exactly. like it's never enough it's never yeah, enough you yeah, get exactly. out of that trap yeah because yeah. now you see that you've been blessed in other areas other ways yeah that are just as valuable as the money that god has given you you know that your time you know you the the, the other things that you own the relationships that you have those things are you know you look at everything as um as an opportunity to steward and you uh, uh, you can view them with their intended value, yeah. uh, which is what God intended. And so, you know, you're not a slave, you know, to money mm-hmm. and you're not living to work, which is a lot of times, you know, that's how I felt. I yeah. was like, man, I'm just living just to work, right? you know, but you're working so that you can experience more life. You can experience mm-hmm. life with others. You know, you can give to others. You can right. do more, you know? Well, and that's, so that's where we get, into trouble and and how we get out of trouble. So if I if I get into trouble by thinking I need to to work harder so that I can make more so that I can have that surplus so that I can be generous with it. Yes. That line of what's enough will always move. Oh, like it's yeah. always going to move and so that surplus is not going to come as easily as we think it no. will. And I fell into that trap for a really long time of going I I want to be generous. I really do. I want to be that guy that can just swoop in and help people because he has the means to do so. 100%. And I just can't wait to be there. And and it you get stuck there. And, and, you know, what started getting me out of that was to, to realize like, I don't know, generosity comes first. Right. I, I can be generous where I'm at now with what I have now. It's not about the dollar amount that goes with it. It's not about the amount of time necessarily that goes with it. It's, it's about the perspective of I can be generous so now. True. Yeah. And what the funny thing that happens so often in life, and this, this is kind of backed up in scripture is God goes, okay, I will give you more because you're, you're showing me what you're going to do with it. Yeah. And that's what the parable of the talents is. Like you were entrusted with this and you did well with it. You invested it and you, you know, you, you, you put it to good use. Okay. So now you'll be put in, put in charge of a great many things is what, is what scripture says. Yeah. So God's looking for people to bless, but not just anybody. He's saying, I'm looking to bless people that are going to use it yeah. the way I have ordained it to be used. That's the game changer. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's big because now every aspect of your life, you know, you're, you know, this, this is describing integrity, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, the ability yeah. to be the same anywhere, you know, yep. and, and addressing everything with the same mindset of stewardship Yeah, that, that the God has blessed you with this and right. he's equipped you with this. And, and that there's, that will leak into their character. <laughs> they will uh-huh. leak into their thoughts, they, into their, their heart posture. It takes a heart posture, right. you know, of, of understanding that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that desires, you know, to place God first and honor him with everything he's given you, whether it's time, you know, whether it's money or whether it's, you know, um, objects or relationships, whatever, you know, everything you he's yeah. given to you is, has been given. Well, and some, one of my favorite 
verses in the Bible is Philippians 4.13. And I hate admitting that because <laughs> I know there's like a popular trans, uh, uh, interpretation of that, that oh, it, yeah. it's not true. And so, but people just assume that's right. what you mean. And right. it's Philippians 4.13. I yeah. can do all things through Christ. And so what so often that's taken to mean is like, I, there's so, there's no limit to what I can accomplish. And, right. you know, with Jesus by my side, I'm a superhero. Like that whole, that whole deal. <laughs> um, that's not what it's talking about. If you look at the context, Paul's saying, I've yeah. been through good times. I've been through times of plenty. And I've been on in hard times where I didn't have money. I didn't have enough to eat and I got shipwrecked. Right. And like he's, I've been through it all. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And so what he's saying is like, exactly. it doesn't matter how much or how little I have. I have Christ. I have what I need. Amen. And if he chooses to bless me with more, me with more in times of good, awesome. And I will celebrate. But when, when, the, when it's the lean times, I'm okay. Right. And I'm not questioning my own faith and I'm not questioning, does God love me anymore? And I'm not questioning my own choices. Like, it's not about that. My value, my identity is not tied to those things. Oh, that's so true. I mean, and like, you know, for parents, it's so valuable for your kid to see that your character doesn't shift when you have money and you don't, Yeah, you know, that, you know, when, when, you know, you're not making as much or, or you are, it doesn't adjust who you are right you know um it doesn't adjust you know what happens you know in your relationship it doesn't adjust your joy and that's not to say that it's not going to impact your life right but it's to say that you're always pointing up yeah yeah. that that you're you're always demonstrating um an understanding that you know that this is not what your safety is your safety comes from your relationship with the Lord and what he's already done on the cross. Right. You know, and, and, and that is so valuable and so important. So I think what we're saying is like, if we're swimming in these waters, if we're, if we're working this stuff out in our own faith in our own life, it will be oozing out of us. Our kids will pick up on it, which is right. really good because you cannot replace that. You have to demonstrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to, talk about it like you yeah. have to have these pointed conversations with yeah. our kids so it's not just subliminal messages right. um it's, it's that along with these actual you know kind of conversations yep. and so let's talk about practically how do we how do, how do we approach this with our kids and and because i think some of some of it is like what do we do when they're younger? What do we do when they're older? What's right. appropriate? How do I start? Because I want to start exactly. when they're young, but there's a lot they're not ready for. So, so like as a younger kid, let's talk about some things that we can do to get them heading in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, um, showing the different ways you can get money, you know, like okay. that there are different ways you can make money, you know, um, you know, and, and, and how time, you know, that one thing I didn't realize was like, you know, you, you get paid based off of time, you know, like sometimes in right. some jobs, you know, you get paid based off of time. Other jobs, it's about the work. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it's matter. Contract you know, the difference basis. between yeah. salary and, you know, hourly. And then like, right. um, the difference between like, actually, you know, like you, you go and you do this and I'm going to pay you for this much because that right. task requires this amount, you know? And, um, well, I think that's important because so in our homeschool curriculum right now, it's actually jobs and careers. Yeah. And okay. like, I think my, my, especially my younger kids that I think they believe there's like six jobs in the world that you can have. Right. <laughs> and I'm going like, there's millions, like there's so many options and there's like, let's, let's exp-. And so that's the curriculum is all about that. Cause yeah. you know, you're either a doctor or a lawyer or, mm-hmm. you know, two other things and that, or you know, <laughs> that's it. So it's like these extremes of like, those are my options. And, and so helping them understand, like, there's a, there's a whole world out there. Yeah. Um, but so when they're little, so if I'm, if, if I'm talking like older preschool, younger elementary, mm-hmm. what are some basics that we need to guide them in 
you know, I think of like helping them understand generosity yeah. and tithing and right. offering. And there's a difference between the two. Like tithing is the, the principle behind that of the 10%, the first exactly. fruits, that whole deal. But then there's also offerings and just generosity. Yeah. I, I think that's something that we can build in from a, from a young age. Yeah. And I think it's important that like, you know, those things are continual conversations, but it's introduced at a young age so that the basics are understood. Yeah. You know, um, and, and why, why we do them and that we do them when we have funds, you know, like, it's it's just, that's when we do them. But then we also do them with everything else in our, you know, how does that (laughs) impact other aspects of our life? You know, you mentioned tithing. uh, We already mentioned, you know, that, you know, that many different ways you do that, but for any of these things, you know, um, it impacts the other lifestyle. Yeah. Um, things that we do, you know, um, but then like just how you spend your money. Yeah. You know, um, what you spend it on mm-hmm. and, and how much you invest in that, you know. Well, because when they're like seven, yeah. they get birthday money and they yes. get Christmas money. Exactly. And, that, and that's it. And then it's so it's like all discretionary. Yes. Like it's And so that that's the kind of the default. And so I think it's important to go, OK, well, do you make them tithe off of that? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that's a given, but I'm also saying that's not the worst idea in the world. I mean, that's mm-hmm. th- there's some merit there, and, and I, that that could be a good thing to do. Right. Um. You know, if they get birthday money, make them write letters to thank people for it. Right. Like, like this is not something you earned. Yeah. You were given this. You were gifted this. I love this that is, idea. And so right. you're going to say thank you as a way of one showing respect, but two, like it'll help them understand. Right. I didn't do anything for this. Yeah. I'm just saying thank you because that was given to me. Exactly. And I think another cool way is like asking questions when they spend their money. Like, like what? Oh, well, like, you know, why'd you spend that? Or like, why that? Yeah. Why that? Why'd you get that? You know, or like, um, what's it called? Like, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're going to spend how much on this? How much will you have left? What can you do with this? Right. You know, um, and, uh, you know, like, I think, I think it's just important to like, like make it clear. Like if you spend all your money on this, this right. is all you have. Well, cause that's, I mean, the whole money burns a hole in your pocket thing with kids is the most yeah. true statement. Like they cannot wait to spend it and they'll just spend it on the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah. A lot of the time I've just, I have to spend this on something today. So what, what, what am I going to buy today? And it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, <laughs> let's it's, think this through a exactly. little bit. Um, and, and, and that, you know, just delayed gratification, I think is, oh, yeah. I mean, really important is, mm-hmm. okay, this is, you, you got $20 for your birthday. That's awesome. That's so great. And let's write a card and say, now, okay, now how are we going to spend it? And they'll think of all sorts of things and you could go, okay, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you want? Is there anything else that like is a little bit bigger that you want? Like, what if we held on to this money mm-hmm. and combined it with money you get later on and right. we could get something that you really want? Um, mm-hmm. They don't have to do that, but giving them that exercise of this yes. is an option, this is on the table um, can help them. You don't even think that way. Build, yeah, oh, no. Naturally. No, 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 no. It not doesn't happen. No. You know, and, and so you're, you know, it's like the other discussions we talked about. Like, you, you are helping them see their options. There yeah. are options, there are choices here. You know, um, it's not, it's not a response. You're yeah. not just responding yeah, yeah. to what happened to you, you know? And, and I think that that's, that's important yep. running away from that, you know, clarifying that for them. Uh, and another good one with that is if they, if they say they want to buy this thing, you can go, okay, you can, you can buy it. Let's wait a week <laughs> or love that. three days or whatever it is. And then we'll come back in a week. And if you still want to buy it done, 
Yes. But we just want to make sure it's not like you don't change your mind. Like give yourself time to think and process and go, I actually didn't want, or, you know, it was the thought of it was cooler than what it actually would be like. And so now they're kind of talking themselves out of it. Like that's a good exercise to do even at a younger age. Yeah. Um, But just that delayed, like, yeah. Like it's not that impulsive purchasing. I have to spend this. I have to spend this. I do that as an adult. Like, you know, (laughs) I walk, if I see something in a store, I'm like, oh, I want that. Oh, I'm going to walk around. <laughs> yeah, I walk around the whole store. I, yeah, do, yeah. I get everything I came there for. And if by the end I remembered, then I'll go back and yeah, maybe yeah. reevaluate. But if know? you didn't remember, it must not have been that yes, important. Yes, it, it, it wasn't important. <laughs> but then the opposite's true though, right? Like I've, I've known, and I have done this, um, I've known kids who they don't, like they just hoard it. Yeah. They don't want to spend the money. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there are things that they should it, spend money on. There's like, like FOMO. It's the, yeah. if I spend it on this, I don't have it anymore. Yes. Yeah. That's equally dangerous. It, it, you know? it is. And I think that's, that's kind of the unspoken one, I think, a lot of times. Like, we, oh, yeah. we'd rather teach our kids not to be impulsive, but as a byproduct, we can end up reinforcing yeah. that. And then if, we think it's good. We yeah, think, yeah. Oh, they're good with money. Yeah. Oh, they're saving they it. They're it. just saving it and right. saving it. And All they're they so do. responsible, yeah. which could be true. Parable of the talents, right? But it could also be that they're just, yeah, like, it's a scarcity mindset. Yeah, just, <laughs> and that's not biblical. Yeah. Completely digging in, you know, and doing nothing with it, you yeah, know, yeah. and, you know, I, and, and I think it's, it's okay to say, um, Bro, go spend it. Right, right. Spend something. Yeah. If your kid says you know? like, it's okay, I'll get more money. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. not necessarily, that, that's kind of healthy, that's, I think. Yeah. And, and we, I, of course we can get, you know, way too extreme with that, but I think that's a healthy, like it's only money mm-hmm. is that, that mindset has its place yes. in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, that comes from relationship. Know your kid, you know. Yeah, and, and, yeah for sure. You know, and their stage, their, right. what, they're, what they're developmentally, yeah. where they're well, at. I always think of like, you know, spend some, save some, uh, you know, give some. That, yeah, yeah. Those are my rules. Like that's, that's, that's my mindset is like, you know, how can I give? How can I spend, you know, um, you know, you know, obviously with wisdom and whatnot. And then. Yeah. Uh, you know, how can I save? Yeah. You know, and it just makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think another thing with, with younger kids is you can talk through that whole need want yeah. difference of, so okay, important. this thing that you need is, do, do you need it? Like, let's talk about what would happen if you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's just play, let's just play a little scenario out and see where it takes right. us and just giving them that, that chance to go, Oh, I could like that would stink, but I wouldn't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, versus, you know, groceries. Like, if we don't eat, yeah, yeah, that's that's a need. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what we eat, that's different. Is that a need or a want? Do we eat out all the time or do we not? Talk about a great opportunity to talk to your kids so every time they ask right. to eat out. Because oh, oh my, my goodness, goodness. <laughs> it's I mean, if nothing else, it's after church every Sunday. Right. Can we eat out? Can we eat out? Like it is every week. <laughs> like clockwork and and Goodness. that's the that's the one time i can almost guarantee that they will ask yeah um and so you go okay well we could here's here's what that would do here's how much it would cost what what else could we get for that right <laughs> like if we chose not to eat out right now if we just went home and ate sandwiches which is way less fun i know yeah but what could we what could we do instead right right and so having that conversation with them and then yeah. saying no, like, yeah, we're going to make the right, we're going to responsible choice here. We're going to, we're going to eat at home because we have yeah. food at home, but then sometimes eat out. Right. Like sometimes go like, yeah, let's do it today. Yeah. To, because it, then it's not always like, nope, always save, always save, always save. Right. Like that money is also to be enjoyed. Right. And or so it's showing them that balance. Give, give, 
you know, think of op- opportunities, you know, that they will have in the future, things that will, they will experience. And like, you know, what I'm thinking about is just like, you know, maybe if, if I'm like, okay, I don't want to go home and cook. Yeah. And, but I also probably shouldn't spend money, you know, on eating out. Right. I'll go to Publix and pick something up. Right. You know, yeah. and now I'm paying for a, a meal, a good meal. I get right. to pick what I want. And I'm also paying for an experience that I get to do, right. you know, that I get, you know, and so like these are creative ways, other ways for them to experience more of life. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's important because again, those are options that people don't even think about. Yeah. You know, it's just like go home and eat sandwiches. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But um, maybe we could pick something up and make some sushi and it's still cheaper than eating out. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we're making sushi we're together. We're making sushi together. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Yep. But yeah. That, that's that you teed me up perfectly. Like we do that. So literally we make sushi yeah um cool. and the so kids cool. love it one because they love sushi and yeah. two it's like you pull out the blender and blend it and drink it <laughs> no that's disgusting <laughs> you will that's <laughs> no you're gonna do that in the youth group that's gonna be a game we're not yes. doing that at home <laughs> okay. um but it's that experience too and yeah. then we can we can make like three times as much yeah. and, that's, that's <laughs> and so exactly they can try different things about. and yeah. Yeah, yeah and now you now you're making something for someone and now it's more valuable you know now, you, yeah. now you're you're giving at the same time, yep. you know, it's so cool. So I think as I look at, okay, how do we talk to our kids? You know, we have to talk to them when they're younger and then we have to talk to them when they're older. And I think so often when they're younger, my objective as a parent is, is not to give them the skills they need yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes later. It's the perspective. I'm trying to lay the groundwork with a, I'm trying to steer them to have the correct perspective of so how true. to view money. So we're going to talk about generosity. We're going right. to talk about saving and why that's important, but also yeah. that, you know, sometimes it's okay to, to, you know, right. quote unquote splurge because it's also meant to be enjoyed. It's not that hoarder mentality. Um, it's all of those things. It's, it's the need versus want. It's all of that. So it's, it's this is more of the mindset. This is the, so the framework, right. the, the principles. Yeah. Because as they get older, now they're going to have to start dealing with money. Like when they're young, they don't have nearly as much exposure to it. And so you have to give them those exposures. You have to, you know, help them, you know, have them help you like ring stuff up at the store so they can see. Yeah. Like, like you need to give them that experiences. When they're older, when they're like in their mid-teens, mm-hmm. they're getting those experiences. And so now it becomes giving them the right. skills to go along with like that those principles now play out for them. Yeah. So when they get older, it shifts a lot to the 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 the, the hand holding as we go through this process, and you're going to learn how to do this thing or how this this system works. Right. So I think being mindful of like you know big steps, you know things that are going to happen um, as they grow up. You know when when are they you know when are they going to get their license? Well, they should right. probably start saving that saving for a car by this time. You know, and talking to them about that and right. helping them understand, but then also helping them understand. You know, oh, wait a minute, you you don't have to just pay for the car. You also have to pay for the gas, and your insurance, <laughs> insurance, and, you, yeah. and um, sometimes you got now you got to make a deposit for insurance. Yeah, in some places, you know, you have to pay for your tags, your registration, you yeah, registration, all and all these things. You know, um, but you know, even earlier, you know, there there's so many other things that you know you can teach teach them mm-hmm. that as they're growing up, you know, um, you know, there's there's gonna be a time where they're gonna need a credit card, you know, like credit needs to be something that gets talked about, you know, and, uh, and I think that that's just so important, especially now that, 
credit is like they check your credit for anything and everything now right you know um to get an apartment to to go to school to get certain jobs to, right you know everything and so um being mindful of that and then talking them through that and helping them understand the differences and you know um you know i think those are very very important but i think like thinking about to help you define timing on when to have these conversations think about when they're going to need right um these certain things mm -hmm. these resources and then um how long would it take for them to kind of right. get a grip on how like, to use those things like what would be a surprise to them if you hadn't yes. talked through it yet and now it happened exactly um so case in point <laughs> literally right right now as we're recording my oldest is on his first day of his job of his first job yes, like his is. first legit job and so last week we were filling out his paperwork and you know tax forms and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and so he's like you know deductions what do i what do i deduct what does that even mean and so we talked about it for a minute it's like yeah. oh, okay so you know you know you know you we pay taxes right that's how and we've had that conversation before and so i explained what you're trying to do is right. trying to get it to where you don't have to pay in at the end of the year but you also don't get it like you're trying to do the right amount and mm -hmm. yeah, so i was giving him that and now he's going to get his first paycheck and realize like oh they it took some of my money. Gosh, <laughs> this is what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a surprise, but it's also, I mean, it's going to sting because nobody likes to see that right. on their, <laughs> on their paycheck. Yeah. But, but we've talked about it. So um, and so like, having those conversations prior to them coming up. So they're not shocked when it, when it, when it plays out. So yeah. Doing a budget. Like, right. So if they, they, they're going to have a job, they're going to start getting their own money. Yes. Okay. Now is not the time to, to bring up the topic of a budget. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to go, okay, let's put one together. Mm -hmm. Let's walk through this. What are your expenses? What are you trying to save for? How does this work? Like, let's game this thing out a little bit. Right. Um, that's an important conversation to like sit down and, okay, let's, here's how a budget template works. Like mm -hmm. pull up, you know, Excel or numbers or something like that and just show them the right. nuts and bolts of it all. Yeah. And I think like... One thing that always helps me with students sometimes is just like when they don't, when I know this is not their favorite conversation and it seems boring mm -hmm. or it's going to just going to suck, um, <laughs> their, their interest level is like checked out. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think about an issue and I start the conversation with a problem, you know, and, and try to get them involved. Like, so like, you know, you're talking about budget. Well, I start asking them questions about how much everything's going to cost. Yeah. And how do you know when to pay for what? Mm -hmm. And how are you going to remember, you know, and, oh, man, it'd probably be useful to kind of <laughs> jot these things down so somewhere. You, so you're asking them questions. Right. To help them go like, oh, yeah, oh, wait. I, I, need, I need to figure that out. Right. <laughs> how, how annoying would it be to try to remember this every single month? Yeah. You know, and think about this. Right. And, and prep for this and, and just try to evaluate how much gas I really need in mm -hmm. this week, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed like, to next week. It's like forecasting. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. You know, and so like, that's kind of like what I do. I don't know if that helps, but yeah. what, it helps me with the students because then all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's an actual need for this. Mm -hmm. Ugh, mm -hmm. I need to do this. Like, right. if I don't do this, it's going to suck. Well, because they're just, they know, oh, I have a job now, so I can save right. toward this or I can start spending my money on this. Mm -hmm. And it sounds great. And then you realize like, oh, but this money, this portion of it's already kind of spoken for here and this, right. and, and part of it's getting to and from work. And so it's not, it's not hundred percent profit. It's not a hundred percent discretionary fund that you're going to yeah. have now. It's, it's more complicated. Right. You think you're rich. You got $160 <laughs> and then you realize, yeah. man, I got to go, I got to go to school and then I got to go to work and uh -huh. then I come back and uh -huh. gas is uh -huh. 
three dollars and fifty cents right now and that's on the downswing it's yeah. been way more recently and now yeah. you have no money now you, uh-huh. you went from like thinking you had all the money and then you realize yeah, yeah, yeah i gotta pick up some extra shifts right yeah <laughs> exactly you know and that you can make better choices when you start thinking that way mm-hmm. yeah for sure and yeah. and and students don't naturally think long term their brain isn't there yet nope. like it's just neurologically they're not there and no. so we have to kind of be that voice exactly. for them to kind of prompt them along the way. So, yeah. so for them, it's so they need to understand budgeting and how that works. And it, obviously, that'll get more complicated as they become an adult. Right. Um, they need we need to talk through things like um, <laughs> an emergency fund. <laughs> how much is enough for an emergency fund? Right. And do you have an emergency credit card? And what is constitutes yeah. an emergency yes, <laughs> for the exactly. credit card? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's a, that's a big conversation. And, and and I'm not saying have an emergency credit card. I'm not saying don't, I'm saying if, if you choose to have one, right. Have a conversation because again, this is a need and want thing. Like yeah. now, now that conversation that you had when they were 10 about needs versus want. Now this is like 2.0 of that going, okay, exactly. Now you have this, this credit card that you could, you can run up a serious tab on. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. No. And that happens really easily. And so here's what this is actually for. Right. This is not, for this, it's for that. This is, it's what's a need and what's a want. Let's revisit that and hash that out a little bit more. Yeah. So in some senses, these are continuations of conversations that you've started when they were much younger. Yes. It's so important. And then, you know, they, that gives them some other extremely important just qualities, characteristics that they need in every other aspect of life, like self-control, you know, um, but here, you know, especially with a credit card, you're going to have more than you normally do. Yeah. You know, that's what generally makes it, um, you know, uh, emergency, your right. emergency credit card. And so, um, you know, and, and usually, I mean, if, if you have that or, you know, you qualify for a loan that's bigger than normal or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's usually because your parents, you know, you're. <laughs> your parents are it's under your they co-sign parent, exactly yeah, yeah. they've co-signed so really it's gonna hurt you if yeah. you don't have this conversation yeah you know um but it's just it's so valuable and so important and when you don't start this early it makes it so hard um yeah i know uh you know like like i mentioned earlier everything's about credit now mm-hmm. um yeah you know, and you know I, I know i know i had friends that were 23 who bought homes Right. And I was like, how did they get approved for a loan? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, because nowadays, I mean, you can have enough money, but if you don't have enough credit, right? you know, they just, it just doesn't. And that's, so that's a, an important conversation to have because, you know, a lot of people will say, don't have any debt, don't have any debt. And I'm, I agree, don't have debt. Right. But at the same time, what can, you know, law of unintended consequences, you can end up with no credit and credit yeah. is it's gotten to the point where it's, it's kind of as vital as having a cash flow anymore So true for, so for not just for buying a house, but for yeah. renting for, I mean, all of it, you, you're going to do credit checks. And if you don't have good credit, even if you, I mean, even if you have a ton of money and, and a good job and, and stability, right. it's going to be difficult for you. Yeah. I, I, I know someone in my family who, you know, got a large amount of funds, you know, um, with their taxes and stuff and, uh, needs to move, hmm. goes to move credit's not good, you know, getting declined everywhere, even though he can, he has more than he has money. money to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, to pay for it and pay for extra months to live there. Yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, and, and, and it's just like, what? But that's what, where it's at, you know, you, um, and 
you know, schools are checking it, you know, everything is checking it. Yeah. And so make it a, make it a conversation, right. study it. Um, cause it's consistently changing. Yeah, you it, know? it is. Yeah. And it, and it, again, with so many things, it's balance. It's, should we exactly. rack up debt? No. no. Are student loans ideal? No. no. Are they essential? Sometimes mm-hmm. for some people, right. depending on, um, but it's not a, it's not a necessity for everyone. College isn't a necessity for anyone for so that matter. True. Um, but, so, so in, in one sense, we have to be careful of, of credit because we need it, mm-hmm. but also you're going to qualify for more credit. Like just because you were qualified for it doesn't mean you should get it. It doesn't exactly. mean you can pay it back. I mean, if I, if I have a, if I can take a card out with a $30,000 limit, I don't want to charge up $30,000 worth of stuff. No. I'm not going to be able to pay that back very quickly at all. Exactly. And, and you know, flash forward to when they're trying to buy a house as a, as a parent, most of us have probably in a, been in a position where we are getting pre-approved for a house and we get qualified oftentimes for one, for much more than right. we should ever consider yeah. spending on a house because we can't actually afford it. Right. Um, but we'll get we'll qualified for it. And so that's another part of that conversation is just because you have this credit limit doesn't mean you should use all of it. Like right. that's, that's, and so there, like with so many things, it's that balance. Right. I think, I think another thing, you know, and it, this it's funny, we talked about this earlier, but uh, stereotypes, you know, um, and, and when we were talking about it earlier in the week, uh, or I think it was last week, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I said, maybe this should start when you're, in high school or stuff, you know, when they're older, yeah. maybe high school, middle school, you're like, no, they, they're going to, they're <laughs> going to start, you know, but stereotypes is so important yeah. here because we, we like, you know, that changes their understanding changes, right. their experiences changes, you know, and, um, their ability to, um, evaluate and, and the kind of assumptions that they make on yeah. people. And circumstances and, and, and why things are the way they are yeah. and how, you know, all those things. I mean, um, that's a consistent conversation. And, you know, I think you're right. I think it starts when they're younger, um, but um, but continues to grow, especially when they're older. Yeah. You know, um, things like, you know, getting a job at a certain age, you know, um, you know, uh, and, and who's why people don't have jobs at those ages, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, you know, why this person has, doesn't have money or why this person doesn't have a car, you know, um, you know, this person still walks to school. Everybody else doesn't, yeah. you know, all these things, um, you know, but I think this completely has to do with money. Um, you know, stereotypes affects <laughs> yeah. how you treat and value people. Yeah. Um, and it also affects how you use your money, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and who you use it on and who you're willing to give your money to, yeah. um, you know, and why, and all these things, <laughs> there's just the conversation will endlessly go. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's already happening. And if you're not a part of that conversation, it could be a mess. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, that's, that can happen at any age, that conversation. I mean, you know, you're walking down the street or you're sitting at a stoplight and you see somebody, you know, with a sign that's homeless and they're asking for, for money. Yeah. For most people, right. assumptions will happen in that scenario. And for, for kids that don't know any better, they might, like, who knows what they think. Right. Um, and there's all sorts of assumptions. There's all sorts of stereotypes. And so that's an, an opportunity to go, what do we think about this person? Like what, what just, what comes to your mind? I mean, is it that, oh, I think they made horrible life choices. Is it, uh, I think they've just had hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're trying to scam people. I think, you know, yeah. like what are those assumptions? Let's dig into them. Cause the reality is we don't know. 
There can be all sorts of things going on. It could be any of those things. It could be that they're uh, a vet that was having a hard time reacclimating into society, you know, mm -hmm. normal part of society, right. um, dealing with, you know, all sorts of things. It right. could be um, someone that's, you know, got mental capacity issues or, or, you know, they have their challenges and there's a, there's a large population of the homeless that that's exactly what it is, right. that they kind of slip through the cracks yeah. of society because they don't, they, they don't know how to kind of to operate at that level. And so yep. we don't know. Nope. But we can, we can identify the assumptions that we're making. And if we're doing that younger, we're teaching our kids to, to kind of check those assumptions when they have them. So as they get older, right. they're more apt to do that on their own without having us to, to walk them through that. Right. Um, and that, that's really important. I think that's a great you know, point. And I think specifically, you know, uh, the giving aspect of it, you know, whether, you know, when somebody comes up to you and asks you for money, you <laughs> yeah. know, and the difference between like an inf investment and a free gift. Yeah. You know, mm. and, 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 you know, how, uh, how that plays out. And, you know, if, if you give something, whether it's money or anything else, you know, is it really a free gift if, if your expectations, uh, your assumptions are tied to that? Yeah. Your own desires is tied to that. And that, when we talk about it in youth group, I'm like, no, nah, dude, you're, you're trying to control that person. Yeah. You know, as soon as you tie a desire to mm -hmm. a gift, Here's how I want you to use this. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, now, now you now you're hoping to to manipulate someone and yeah. kind of um, control their life, which mm -hmm. is not what we're called to do. But then there are times where, like, when you give, you know, you have to be a good steward of what God has given you, mm -hmm. and you know, you you have to be mindful of of what you do with those funds. And there are times where you invest in certain things because. Mm -hmm. That investment, you know, is important um, and, and just making the difference, uh, you know, understanding the difference and distinguishing when to do what and mm -hmm. allowing yourself to come to God about all that. And there's a place for both. Yeah. You know, I think you're talking about the difference between, so like return on investment, right? I want to do, I want to put my money where it's going to do the most good. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a wise, that's a smart way of handling it. And there's exactly. obviously wisdom there that we should, we should listen to yes. um, and should, should give us pause giving our money here, but make us even more willing to give our money over there. Like that, like that should be a part of so the true. thought process for that. On the flip side, it's that, uh, it's that mentality of cast your bread upon the waters, yeah. right? Like that's scriptural where, you know, basically we're being called to like, just, just throw out generosity and blessing right. with no expectation of return. Like I, I, I'm throwing this out there. I'm giving this. I have no clue what's going to happen next. It's not up to me. Mm -hmm. It can help people. It cannot help people. It can, it can do what I'm hoping it'll do. It might not. That is not up to me. But I'm called to cast my bread upon the waters anyway and right. just let it happen and what happens happen. And I think, like, honestly, a great example of that is when we see that homeless person and we go, like, are they going to use it? for good? Are they going to go buy, you know, right. alcohol with it or whatever, like all that kind of stuff. It's, exactly. I'm going to err on the side of generosity. I, I hope to more often than not. It's yeah. like, I, I'd rather give and potentially be scammed right. than be the person that's going, I'm not going to give because they, yeah. they might blah, blah, blah. Like I'd rather be the person that's going to get taken advantage of. Right. And I, and so I'm, ca I'm just freely giving like exactly what you're talking about without an expectation of, yep. um, there's a balance between the two and there's a place for both. Right. And I think both belong in the conversation. And I think that's where when we don't entertain both, when we just skew one way or the other, or we, we teach our kids return on investment, return on investment, but not the other side of it. Like we have to have conversations about each one of those things. Yeah. I think it's so important. I mean, we had a student, 
Um, and I love this story, but we had a student who you know, had just made twenty dollars and yeah. working worked his um, tail off to to get this twenty dollars, you know. And he sees group of homeless, you know, this guy saying, you know, I'm hungry, you know, um, and I need I need money to feed my family. Um, so you know, he's like, all right, I got you. So he goes, he goes to the KFC, which wasn't so too far away Mm -hmm. you know and spends all of his money you know to to give this you know this guy you know the food that he said he needed and he comes back and goes to hand him the bucket of chicken Mm -hmm. and when he does the guy smacks it off his hands (laughs) just smacks it off his hands and um you know uh cursed him out yeah it's like you know that's that's not what i asked for i asked for money yeah you know um and uh, I just remember this student just coming back and saying, like, I, the, like, the things that I wanted to do to that man <laughs> after having worked so hard and then giving that yeah. up, you yeah. know, and it's just, you know, it's sad to see. Mm-hmm. It can happen, yeah. right? But it starts to also question, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. You know, what are you giving for? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, so... That guy's response could be for a number of reasons. Yeah. It could be that he didn't want food money. Right. <laughs> he wanted money for something else. That, that's a reality, right? That's true. It could be that he needed food money for his family who was in another state yeah. and he needed to send them money. Right. So bucket of chicken doesn't help. Like yeah. we assume we were giving with expectation, mm-hmm. but there's a danger there. Well, there's a couple. One, it's that we're, there's an expectation. And two is that we can kind of fly by and be generous and just kind of, here you go, and I'm off, right. instead of actually yes. being tuned in and understanding what that person actually needs. It's true. It's um, so true. If we don't stop and ask and empathize, but instead we just go, well, here you go. Um, you know, it's that mentality of, I'm going to fly down to Mexico for a week and build a house and right. feel really good about myself yes. and then leave. And like, that's yeah. great. But studies have shown that's not really, it's not really been that beneficial no. that there are like to, to fly in and fly out. Like it's, it's really that it's like, right. there, there's other things that we could do that would be much more impactful yes. if we took the time to understand. And there's a lot of people that are, that are doing that. And so that you have all these well-meaning people that are doing, that are dedicating their time and their money and energy and all this kind of stuff to something that exactly. isn't going to have nearly the impact that something else could. If we yeah just, if we didn't assume we knew what people needed. Right. Ultimately everything we do, whether it's with money or anything else, and everything God has given us, whether it's relationship or the time that we have, it's all, it's another way that we get to point others to God. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we're blessed so that we can bless others so that others can experience the goodness of, you know, our father who gives us all that we have, yep. you know, and gives us the opportunity to work. He gives us hands and feet, you know, and, and, you know, a mouth to speak and like, right. all this, <laughs> you know, we have everything that we have. Um, you know, and that enables us to go out and be a blessing to others and give to others and help them have, yeah, you know, get to know who God is through that. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, if I could have one like landing point of like, if, if, if the, the general takeaway I'm hoping for people for with this conversation yeah. is that money is directly tied to faith. Like yeah. we just cannot disconnect the two, how we think about money, how we spend money, right. how we talk about money reveals our faith yeah or lack thereof 
Right. And that's true. And I think that's why Christ talked about it so much. I think that's why it appears so much throughout the Bible, Old and New Testament, yeah. um, because it's it's revealing of where we're at and where we're looking to for safety, security, all of these kind of things. Um, and so how we think about money, how we spend our money is it's a fruit. It's an indicator yeah. of our faith. And so that's how we need to approach these conversations with our kids as much as we need to talk through specifics and okay, let's sit down and talk about how to fill out a tax form. <laughs> like yeah. we need to do those things with our kids because right. they're they're They need to be taught those things and we can't assume it's happening anywhere else. But more importantly, before we get to that, mm-hmm. we need to help them understand how their thoughts on money and how they treat their money and how, how they spend their money and how they save their money. All of this is a direct reflection of, of who they are in Christ and their faith. Like it's going to pour out of that. And so we need to connect those dots for them through these ongoing conversations. Then that will inform how they actually act with their money when they have money as they get older. And, And that, that that's in their teenage years and beyond when they're an adult, it'll be those, conversations about perspective that will have guided them yeah as far as they did so true man yeah i think if there's any you know i agree with that you know and then um you know we should totally blend some sushi <laughs> and i love that idea i'm glad we had this podcast <laughs> right if, if there's anything i take away if from you this got podcast, nothing else out of this we got a good youth group game <laughs> yes we've got an awesome youth group game you should come and check it out yeah um and uh yeah and this needs to be an ongoing conversation that yeah, too <laughs> for sure like the, yeah, yeah these are not one and done no. these are as i mean yeah. proactively but then also reactively as they're dealing right. with things go oh Let's talk. Yes. That exactly. brings up a good point. So yeah. for sure, man, this is, this is good. I know yeah. this, this is a difficult conversation and it's, Agreed. it's uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about. And a right. lot of people, I think, question their own, mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't know how I feel about money. And so how do I talk to my kids yeah. about money? Um, but this is a learning process for everybody. And that's, that's how as parents, we can approach it of, of, Hey, I'm learning too. And we can all get better. Yep. 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 Awesome, man. It's great. Good stuff. All right. I'm going to go practice. All right.